Welcome to our once a week podcast entitled What's in a Hymn. It reflects on some of the hymns that God's people have sung for generations. Today we reflect on the hymn I Sing the Almighty Power of God. There is a statement uh, that I read recently that goes like this It is the hymns repeated over and over again which form the container of much of our faith. As such, they have taken the place of our catechisms. Tell me what you sing, and I'll tell you who you are. One of the hymn writers that was very conscious of the substance of this statement, long before the statement was made, was Isaac Watts, 1674 to 1748. So many of his hymns are paraphrases of scripture, or draw on various scriptures, and so they give good grounding in the scriptures. This hymn praises God particularly for his work as the creator of all things. It draws on a number of passages of scripture, and whilst it is not a hymn that specifically amplifies the Apostles' Creed, unlike Mrs. Alexander's All Things Bright and Beautiful, there is no doubt that it throws much light on the creed's opening statement. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. The hymn even begins where the creed does, with Almighty God. So, I sing the almighty power of God. There is no doubt that this hymn expands on the creation narrative in Genesis chapter 1 and 2. In this hymn, there is reference to God putting into place the mountains, the flowing seas, the lofty skies, verse 1. The sun, the moon, the stars, verse 2. The earth filled with food, the creatures created that are pronounced good, verse 3. Plants, flowers, clouds, verse 4. But this hymn also points us to the greatness of God's character. In verse 1, he is the almighty creator. I sing the almighty power of God that made the mountains rise, that spread the flowing seas abroad and built the lofty skies. In verse 2, his wise will is the cause of the creation. I sing the wisdom that ordain the sun to rule by day. The moon shines full at God's command, and all the stars obey. In verse 3, he is the God of goodness. I sing the goodness of the Lord, who filled the earth with food. He formed the creatures with his word, and then pronounced them good. God is acknowledged in this verse, firstly, as the fountain of goodness. He gives good things. Secondly, he is acknowledged as the one who can only do it right, only do it good. He makes all things good. In verse 4, his wise will directs all he has created. And clouds arise and tempests blow by order from his throne. In verses 5 and 6, he is God who is present everywhere. In verse 5. Creatures as numerous as they be are subject to his care. There's not a place where we can flee, but God 
is present there. Surely here is an echo of Psalm 139, verse 7. Where can I go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? In verse 6, there is surely a pointing to Psalm 139, verse 8. If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. So, in heaven he shines with beams of light, with wrath in hell beneath. The hymn finishes with application. You see these important foundation truths about God, his almighty power, his wise will, his presence everywhere, his goodness. Well, they give us encouragement in prayer and they encourage us to trust in him in all our circumstances. For he is powerful enough and wise enough and good enough to help me in my need wherever I am. So in verse 7, his hand is my perpetual guard. He keeps me with his eye. Why should I then forget the Lord who is forever nigh. Amen.